0: Blog Talk Radio <laughs>
1: Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast that loves you. I am your host, cruise director and cruise mistress and spiritual advisor part-time, Madam Perry. But you can call me Jennifer, Jen, JP. That is all good to me. Uh, By the way, first, let me start by saying thank you, thank you to everyone who's been following, who's been subscribing, and of course, it's still... um, You can also still listen to the downloads later if you miss them. Everybody that's been listening and sharing, thank you so very much. Because of you, I'm able to continue to have all the great guests I've had, uh, great guests I've got coming up, and some tonight. One of the uh, two, if you go to, no matter whatever podcast format you use, you can usually um, leave some kind of a comment. Some people have left comments on, or, or reviews rather, on, Uh, Apple iTunes and on Stitcher, and one of the things that people have said that I really, really like is when someone, uh, and this has been said by a few folks, they said they like the fact that I have people that they know, and then sometimes people that they don't know, so they get to meet new people um, they enjoy, whether it's an author, a musician, a scientist, NASA JPL expert, uh, steampunk maker, whatever they like having different types of people to meet that are that are new to them or people that they already know and i'm glad because that's what i like to bring is entertainment information or whatever my listeners are curious about curious about so always let me know also remember this um a lot of the guests have have um, offered special discounts to you or certain offers and so if, if there's something you've forgotten about or maybe if you listen while you're in the car and you can't write things down, you know, I always share them on all of my social media. But you can feel free to message me here and ask me about something specifically. I'm happy to share it. Um, let's see, Bella, let's see, what was the, uh, Daisy Bella clothes. Uh, If you go to their website, daisybella.com, put in Thank You 20, and you'll get a 20% discount. And, of course, they also support a lot of women and children's uh, charities for people in need. Uh, Franny Goldie, you know, the singer that wrote uh, On the Night Shift. She wrote Stick With You for Pussycat Dolls. She wrote Dreaming for Selena. She wrote a lot of hits, has a lot of uh, Grammy Awards and nominations. If you go to frannygoldie.com, um, and put an MPS for Madame Perry Salon when you purchase anything and you'll get a discount. And of course, you know, a lot of her clothes are in Oprah magazine and Adam Glassman's column. He calls them her her slacks the magic pants. I got a pair, she sent them to me. They are indeed magic. Uh what else? Um and oh uh you ever saw the video, the documentary, The Wrecking Crew, don't forget, uh, you can also get one of those and mention Madam Perry Salon and get a discount when you order it online. And I think there's going to be another edition of The Wrecking Crew documentaries coming out. So uh, Denny Tedesco did that. His father, Tommy Tedesco, along with Carol Kay, Hal Blaine, and so many other musicians were part of the soundtrack of our lives playing on records where you thought it was actually the band doing it. But uh, yeah, so anyway, lots of good stuff coming uh, next week. Patty Ashley, lately we had uh, uh, Leanna Renee Heber, and we've also had uh, Jeff Carlisle from the Band 38 Special, Joe Milliken, who has a book on Benjamin Orr from the Cars he's been on recently, and he drops in occasionally, so... Yes, thank you all for helping me just continue to have great guests like we've got tonight. Now, tonight's guest something a little different. And, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, we're going through difficult times. We're going through times that we've never seen in our generation with everybody, um, some kind of uh, isolation and so forth. But you know what? We are going to come out of it on the other side, so therefore we should we still need to keep planning ahead with things We just can't stop. Uh, There's going to be life will go forward as we knew it before, maybe even better because of everything we've learned. And so tonight my guest is, uh, he's a sports agent. He's CEO of True Athletics, uh, which is, if you don't know True Athletics, and a lot of people told me that they do, it was um, a business created to provide a simple, and very effective way for student-athletes to find the right university or college. They can match student-athletes with an institution based on their abilities. And the CEO, founder, sports agent, this man is uh, he, hes fantastic, very good energy, and I'm thrilled to welcome him here into Madam Perry's salon, Mr. Kyle Mayberry. Welcome to Madam Perry's salon.
2: Wow, after all those names that you just uh, announced, <laughs> I think I should just turn it off and, like, uh, go have no. a drink or something.
1: Hey, that's how I got you, okay? I can't follow, I like, the cars and,
2: uh, and, like, all that, like those groups. Like, I'm very honored to be on your show tonight.
1: Uh, listen, I am honored to have you here. I just had to prove I was, you know, hip enough to uh, have you in the room, okay? That's that's all I had to do. Oh, uh, well, I appreciate you yeah, Cool that. enough to have you here. Yeah.
2: No, it's it's really nice to be here. Um, well, thank you. Through all of this interesting time we're having right now in our society,
1: it will not last forever, and uh, and so that's and that's another reason why I'm so happy to have you here because. Yeah, things will go on, and uh, we will appreciate them even more, I am sure, just regular life. So um, let's talk about, by the way, for anybody listening, and I've got somebody, I've even got somebody on hold already, call, uh, caller for you, but just so people know, if you're listening live tonight, it is April the 8th at 8.06 p.m. Eastern, GMT minus 5, was it 5 Pacific, whatever, you know where you are. I, I don't know about you, call, but I saw this on a, um, instagram somebody did a post that said hey since the, since the social um this the isolation it's like vegas here i'm losing money by the minute drinks are acceptable anytime and nobody knows what time it is but we know what time it is right now because kyle mayberry sports agent ceo of true athletics is in the house and uh, happy to have you here so people that want that are listening right now live uh, if you have a question kyle mayberry is Happy, generously offered to answer any questions you have. Uh, You can call here at 646 716 9922. Or for people who can't make a phone call for whatever, maybe you've got to be quiet where you are, you can also, or don't, or whatever, you can also, as usual, uh, message me the questions through Facebook, uh, either through Jennifer Maudette Perry or through Madam Perry Salon. Definitely message me your question right here, and we've got a caller, but we're going to wait just a minute, caller, and you. We will bring you in with your question. Thank you so very much for your patience. So, cause first of all, I want to get a little sense of, uh, come on, Mayberry, who are you? How did you get this? And how did you get in this business?
2: <laughs> I, wow, that's a really, really good question. <laughs> um, let me try to make a very long story short for you. Uh, well, I was raised in Oklahoma. And um, I um, wrestled and played tennis, and uh, my mother was um, an advocate, like so into always making me practice and working. I I was very into working since I was probably um, since the age of 10. I always uh, loved to work, Uh, regardless if I was being paid for it or not being paid for it. I um, learned from uh, my mom's father. Uh, the skills of uh, what it was like to work on a farm and then I took that and I um, I worked and then I um, I went to college and uh, I, uh, I guess I didn't have the skills or tools what it took for college to actually <laughs> graduate. I was actually brought into um, the dean's office and uh, my family had a lot of uh, connections with the school but regardless, I was brought into the dean's office and I was told that I did not do very well in the class, and that um, I wasn't going to be able to continue, and I did not have uh, the guts or the power, um, I guess at that time, you could say the strength to tell my parents, basically, that uh, I'm basically not going to be able to stay in college, so I just let them know that college is not for me, and um, I went on my own, Um, and uh, my mother was extremely... uh, Supportive in anything I wanted to do. I wouldn't say that she's not the nervous type, but uh, yeah, she supported me, and I took <laughs> off. I took off at uh, at 18 years old, and um, I went on my own. And um, that's why I kind of laugh today when I hear about these kids and people like saying that they they have a degree in sports management or they have this and that. Um, it's changed a lot. Like if I could do anything, if I could go back and I have any regret, and laugh with a lawyer friend of mine named Gary Englander. we laugh a lot because if I could do anything in my life again, I would have been a lawyer. Um, <laughs> um, but I love to read. I read, a, a lot of people don't realize this, but I don't even have a TV uh, in my in my home. And, no. um, and so, yeah, it's so funny, but I don't have a TV. And a lot of people are so shocked when I travel or I go somewhere, they're like, <laughs> that's that's impossible. And that and uh, no, it's not I do not own a TV I haven't had a TV in a few years And um, It's uh, it's Wonderful, I've learned to adapt And um, yeah So that's kind of the history with that But um, I do not knock Anyone that does get a degree I support education And I believe in it 100% I don't know how A college um, professor Could teach sports management today um, because um, it's really, really different.
1: I'll say I can imagine, but I'm sure you're going to tell us some stories too. Um, let me go ahead and, and, and bring in this caller and see what their question is. Um, hi, welcome to Madame Perry Salon. Just introduce yourself and, and talk with Kyle Mayberry. Hello, I'm talking to somebody okay. in the five four one area code
2: No, uh not for me <laughs> mm.
1: um,
2: okay, all right,
1: well, I'll come back to you in just a minute and um maybe maybe you stepped away to get a, a, a glass of water a cup of coffee um if you can't oh, I heard somebody if you can't hear me, I'll be right back to get you okay. All right, um, so this is how you get started, and yeah, I think there are some things you can teach these days, and I think there are some things that just—I uh, don't know—some things you gotta you, you gotta get in there and learn. Um, so let me ask you then, what about now? You play, you wrestled, you played. I tennis. wrestled,
2: yeah. But I I actually loved wrestling. Um, so much. I I I loved it. I uh, wrestling. If if I wish, I there was a future in wrestling. Um, I in fact, when I went from wrestling to tennis, I even um, uh, debated uh, a lot with my parents because I thought that tennis was probably the most. I I don't know how to explain it to you, but it was um, there was it was so different because wrestling, in three three minutes, in that time you had to use every Muscle in your body, and you were so white and so tired. And, um, but the thing is that, um, at that time when I wrestled, I was so skinny and weak. And, um, but uh, I would say that athleticism and heart, um, but I never did any weight training at that time in my life. I was very into bicycles, I did a little bicycle racing in my life. Um, I think. I, I don't know if I was one or two in the country in like BMX racing I can't remember but um, I did that for a little bit in my life but um, yeah but if I could have had a pat, like wrestling I absolutely loved it so much but um, again my mother pushed for tennis um, because she thought tennis was like she she knew there was a future in it and she told me mm-hmm. that you know you, you you can go somewhere with tennis you can't go anywhere with wrestling and where I went to, uh, to high school, we had some of the best wrestlers, in the, not, not only in the, in the state, but in the entire country. And, um, and she ended up being right because tennis ended up uh, creating a path for me to go forward so much in life. And it opened up so many doors for me. So um, <laughs> this lady from Tupelo, Oklahoma, had a little bit of vision. <laughs> so she was in I – I don't even know how many people she graduated from her school, but she's, I think, maybe 12 I don't know twenty something like that, but um, uh, she had a different vision and she put me on that path and uh, it took off and it paid off and I was able to have um a very successful life and I'm very grateful. Ah, oh, wonderful! Yeah,
1: I just sound like a marvelous woman too. Um, very, very prescient. Very. I think you really won the lottery. You scored when it came to the mom department. That's.
2: For sure. Well, you uh, know, to touch on that so, real, real quick, I just want to say one thing, and I don't want to go too much into this, but I don't want to tell you something, but about four or five years ago my mother got Parkinson's, and um, and uh, it was a very uh, trying time for, for me and my life and our family, and um, I um, just want to say that uh, there's a lot of people out there in this world and society that do not have the ability, and they do not have the um, opportunity to do some kind of Um, for this disease, and um, we're very blessed. And um, my mother overcame, uh, and uh, forget about my accomplishments or anything I've ever done in my life, I don't care. Um, The fact that my mother went from shaking and not being able to have a Mm -hmm. glass of wine or eat, I am the most grateful person on the planet because um, my mother overcame something that a lot of people – they cannot overcome, and so if I can, you know. And I know this is way off topic, but I just have to bring this up because it's um, oh, yeah. something that needs to be talked about.
1: Yeah, well, something that matters. It, it, it's, a, it's an extraordinary thing, uh, and, and she was an extraordinary woman, or, or is. But also, uh, yes, yeah, matters because you never know who needs who needed to hear that right
2: now. So yeah, if that can help anyone, I, if they anyone wants yeah. to email me or write me or call, you know, whatever you want to do on that front, like, uh, I would be willing to help everyone. I, um, try to get my mom to be like a spokesperson and uh, talk to people about it, but it, it's, you know, it's very draining and it's very hard, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's something I'm that, sure. um, a lot, and, and I did push for this and so did her, and so did her sister and, um, and we took the risk because there was a really high chance that you're going to die during the procedure. And um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm just happy that uh, it worked out. magnificent!
1: And so, so am I. So am I. I'm sure many people are. All right, still got some calls coming up for you, and then we're going to get more into the into the uh, into your career as a sports agent. Cause I've got a I've got three calls here waiting for you, so I'm also gonna ask you what, what 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 was it like have top one hundred pro tennis players in your in your stable. But first, let's see, try this person. Hi, welcome welcome to Madame Perry Salon you're here with me and Kyle Mayberry. Just come in, introduce yourself. Hello? Okay, that was that was the same call, but sometimes people go just just to listen. To the show okay. so okay how about this um, welcome to Madame Perry's salon just come in and introduce yourself and we're talking to Kyle Mayberry hello this is, uh, I think we have Valerie on the line hi Valerie can you hear me Okay. I <laughs> wanna All right. Let me see. I thought I we talked too long <laughs> No, 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 not at all. Uh let's see, let's try this one. Okay, hi, welcome to Madame Perry Solana. You're here with me and Kyle Mayberry. Come on in, introduce yourself.
2: Hello, am I on air?
1: Yes, you are.
2: Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. My name is uh, Santiago
3: Lopez. And uh, I actually I've yeah. been following Kyle and I know he has some uh He's coached some great players, some top hundred, even in the world. And I just had a question. If he still remember this one kid, he used to train. His name is uh, Ignacio Martinez. Uh, He followed his stats. He goes to uh, San Diego state university. And I think he's a great player. I just wanted to know if you could say anything about him.
1: All right, (laughs) Kyle.
2: That's uh, pretty funny. Um, yeah um what was his name Francisco or Francesca or what was the gentleman's name that called in for the question Santiago Oh Santiago yeah thanks for calling in Yeah let let me um let me just make this quick this is probably the most this is probably one of the only clients I ever had in my life that he did not care about anyone that he played he, I, don't, I, I think he's the only person that never got nervous. He didn't care. Um, it's very funny. At 15 years old, um, this gentleman had a broken leg. And uh, I took him to the Keys. And I took about 20 people to the Keys at that time. And I, sa- I said, What do you want to do? You have a broken leg. And he goes, Well, I can't do anything. And I bought him a uh, scuba diving outfit and I took him sea doing. And uh, we actually ended up wrecking the do and he ended up saving the CD from crashing. And uh, I, this is this is probably this this kid has he has so much talent. The only thing is he doesn't know it. But uh, he is one of the nicest and uh, most remarkable, Respectful kids uh, that I've ever worked with. And he has he comes from an amazing family. So um, yes, uh, uh, you brought back some memories with me Santiago so thank you oh, okay well thank you so much thank for you, enlightening me I just I met him every once in a while and I just wanted to know I knew he trained with you so I just I just wanted to know what you thought of him but thank you so much really appreciate it yeah thanks yeah thanks thank for, for remembering calling, Santiago. yeah thanks okay no problem Not a good one right. thank you so
0: much I love your show by the way
1: oh thank you thank you very much
0: yeah no problem okay have a, a great good
1: call one. All right, thank you very much. Come back anytime. all right, let's see. Let me get back to let's see um, right now let's see um all right, Valerie, are you with me now? Okay, well, Valerie messaged in that she was having cell trouble, so she wanted to just message her questions to me because she's having trouble, so that's just fine uh, and they are let's see uh this is uh Valerie. she said uh. Kyle, what what differences do you note know in work et- work ethic discipline or dedication between people who play individual sports versus teams, if any? And then she says she saw your call drop, she had cell issues. And she said, Ask also, do you keep a lifelong relationship
2: with all of your athletes? <laughs> I guess I keep a lifelong relationship with the ones that I want to. <laughs>
0: um <laughs>
2: oh, I, um, that, that's very funny um, the difference between a team sport and an individual sport absolutely um, the, the thing is with a team sport what a lot of people don't understand is that in every team there's always one or two individuals that are the best nobody ever likes to talk about this because they're like well it's a team sport yes it is a team sport but there's leaders that are the team sport And anytime I bring this up, it brings up a lot of arguments. But um, if anyone wants to debate that or whatever, then they can tell me, then why isn't every team athlete paid the same? And in individual sports, you're on your own. And you can either handle competing the pressure and dealing with it yourself, or you can't. And with tennis and with golf, It is beyond individual, and it's so mental that you either have the inner confidence and belief in yourself or you don't, but I've realized that nowadays a lot of parents have ruined it for a lot of their kids nowadays because the pressure that is put on the kids develops fear, and when an athlete has to play with fear, then they're scared of losing.
1: Wow, okay, Okay. that's a good answer. And uh, okay, I think she's got another question coming up. She's going to ask, thank you. And let's see, I've got another fella here uh, messaging and it has a question in. Uh, This is, (laughs) hold on, this is a long one, let me read it. Uh, This is Mike from Pennsylvania, and here's what he asked Ask Kyle. If his agency represents any NFL clients, ask how COVID-19 has changed the NFL draft or how the NFL draft will be conducted. Also, he asked, uh, dealing with um, GMs because let's see, dealing with GMs since clients may not be able to work out for prospective teams. All sports now are effect as effect uh, as many NBA, basketball, and NHL Hockey, baseball has been interrupted. Oh, and then he asked, what type of day does a sports agent have?
2: Mike, that's a good question, but I, I don't mean to disappoint you, but I never got my license in the NFL. I um I wasn't a lawyer. I always had lawyers um represent, that worked for me or handled all my firm. I'm very good friends with a lot of guys in the NFL, but – I get asked this more and more than anyone, and I just never went into the NFL. I um, I started off in tennis, and then from there, I went to basketball. And um, from basketball, I dabbled in baseball, and then I did soccer uh, referral agency. I managed professional artists. I did baseball, um, and then I got into, um, I did a little bit in golf, but I never did the football. I I probably should have. Uh, I did some marketing um, representation for some professional football players, but I never got into the agency and contracts because there's only four or five agents in the United States that represent uh, professional football players. I thought about getting into the CBA and the CFL and uh, the Canadian football league and doing that, but I, um, I just never did yet. But um, I can tell you the life of a sports agent for me is that, you are a professional babysitter and if it, basically if anybody if you ever meet a sports agent sports agent on a plane and he's like I'm a sports agent and he tells you well and you ask him how many clients he has and he says one or two he has no idea because here's the deal if you don't know the the local attorneys and the judges and the connections in every city and the people the call for example you need to know the plastic surgeons for their girlfriends and their wives boob jobs. You need to know,
0: for example,
2: <laughs> the, uh, the attorneys for their uh, DUIs or if they, or for some reason committed domestic violence or their people they're with committed domestic violence. Um, th- there's so much that goes into it. Uh, and the bottom line is all I can tell you is that I went through a phase in my life where I could not stand Hannah Montana Because when she came to Florida, I had to get tickets for all of my friends. And this thing called Jingle Ball, it's in Florida and goes all around the country also. So being a sports agent isn't about the show necessarily just Jerry Maguire. It's about being a professional babysitter and being open to your clients 24 hours a day. I can't tell you how many calls I got, not so much anymore, but in the past, where it's been Dade County jail or Brownie jail or certain jail or something happens or, or whatever incidents. So nobody realizes or ever talks about it because you're not supposed to talk about what goes on, uh, you know, in the front lines or what happens. But a lot of the times you're doing a lot of babysitting, for example, mm-hmm. if a client can't get a reservation to a restaurant, it's your obligation. So, um, and to answer your question about the uh, coronavirus, I can tell you that a lot of clients right now, some of them have guaranteed contracts. So, in their contracts, depending on what their agent negotiated, they're being paid regardless, and some aren't. So, everyone has a different type of contract for every sport, no matter what. Um, so, everyone's in a totally different type of position right now, and it doesn 't matter what sport you play; it just depends on the guarantee and type of contract you have and that 's across the league in any <laughs>
1: you know all right and thank you so much mike and uh uh for for your questions um you know it's, it's you saying that you know i I know you heard me chucking over here, but the reason why is you know my business is I am an entertainment publicist, and actually, Valerie, who's messaged in, she owns an agency, and she was one of the first people to hire me after I got my degree to work with her on a lot of things. And, you know, uh, we've shared stories for years. Uh, One of the things is, like, people ask about, you know, what it's like to do what I do, and it's the same kind of baby. When you said babysitter, I thought there's always people who think that just because they wrote a book, it's like if an author says, I've got a book, da-da-da-da-da, I want to be on the bestseller list, they think that because they wrote a book, all they got to do is sit behind a table at Barnes and Noble, and everybody's going to line up. <laughs> because they watch all these TV shows, or you mentioned Jerry Maguire. They see these TV shows that always pretend it where somebody, somebody one of the main characters decide they're going to write a book, and before it's through, they've got an agent. They're all over the place. Every bookstore has them going. You know, that's just TV. It's just a movie. And uh, and they think that they could go in and be a brat somewhere.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh,
1: Not quite as much as I've never had to get anybody or probably wouldn't get anybody out of uh, a jail or anything. But, but, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Also, Valerie had a couple more questions. She asked you, what is your strategy for acquiring clients? And what do you think of the flag Rudy Gobert, or excuse me, Rudy Gobert, uh, from Utah Jazz took uh, of Utah Jazz what do you think of the flack Rudy Gobert took for making light of COVID-19 <laughs> I,
2: you didn't know but one of my favorite sports is the NBA um, I'm, I'm <laughs> very close to a, form, uh, a lot of former NBA players um, some of the former best NBA players are still great friends of my time when they played and when they didn't play uh, now anymore but um, I I um, to answer her first question, well, that yeah, let's let go about Rudy first. Um, I don't think anybody understood, and if anybody now wants to say that they knew what the coronavirus was before it, it came or what it was going to be like, th- then they would be lying. Because nobody knew the effect, because, um, and I might take a lot of hypocrites you know, a lot of people, hypocrisy for this, or a lot of people might not like this, but it's not like China sent over a blueprint to say, okay, these are what's going to happen if you guys mm-hmm. get this virus. No, nobody knew what uh-uh. the coronavirus was, and in fact, if you looked it up, and it, and if you googled it at the time, it looked literally like it was going to be a simple cold or flu, and a typical flu, so a lot of people were like, this can't be serious, so um, he has, you know, he has a great personality. He's a very funny, joking guy. Did he handle it right? No, he didn't. But hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, did uh, do a lot of us handle everything right? No, but we're we're such hypocrites of things that happen after the fact. And I have, to, I think we have to all look at the fact that we're all humans. We make mistakes, and if anyone tries to now say that. I told you so, or I knew this, or I knew that, then that's just pretty sad because nobody knew that the whole world was going to get shut down before this happened. And the funny thing is what I ask everyone, and they, get, they don't like when I say this, okay, so what's next? If it's not the uh, 19, then is it going to be the fluvid 21? So the bottom line is, no, the world got hit with a reset button, and we we have to internally be grateful that uh, we're able to to able to stop society and what it is that we have, make the most of it. And, and, and that's the bottom line because right now, the fact that everyone wants to point fingers at everyone, do I think that China should have shared more of the information? Well, yeah, that's something I could say, but they don't have to because if it could have been any other country. And I don't really think that nobody really expected any of this. So that's what I have to say about that. And what was the second part of her question, Jennifer? Or the first part?
1: Uh, let's see, the first part of Valerie's question was What is your strategy for acquiring
2: clients? Well, uh, my strategy for acquiring clients is um, I don't advertise or market at all. I've never advertised or marketed myself in any way. It's probably one of the, uh, you know, it's not intelligent, and but that's just been my nature. I've never wanted my business ever to be about me, because I saw so many agents, so many coaches, so many, so many people making about them, 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 and I was like so turned off and so not into that, that I just wanted to help people that wanted to be with me and every client I ever got was from either word of mouth or meeting them in person.
1: Good. Also, this might be a good time, too, for me to mention, um, you know, I will be sharing all of my social media how to find True Athletics, Kyle Mabry's uh, website for True Athletics. It's spelled T-R-U-A-T-H-L-E-T-I-X, and I'll be sharing that everywhere as I've been doing um, if you have any questions, you can always go to the website. It's got it says uh, right there on the front. It says True Athletics. Your college recruitment starts with us. Start connecting with college coaches today, and has the FAQ and everything else. So you can go straight there as soon as you get through listening tonight, or whenever you listen to this. So um, got a few more questions coming in, but I thought maybe first you'd like to tell us something else about about your career. Like I said, what. I wanted to know. At one time, you had 16 top 100 pro tennis players. Um, and what? Uh, and in your, what I say, roster stable, whatever. Um,
2: yeah, no, I. Yeah, I fantastic. I, 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 um, yeah, I didn't. I had, um, at one time, uh, yeah, I um, had more than one. T- at one time, I had more than 16 players, top 100 in the world. At one time, I had even 19. I had three number one juniors in the world, uh, seven top 10 juniors in the world, but I uh, never made it ever about me. It was always about the players. It was always about the clients. I was very lucky to be able to travel around the world. And um, yeah, and and it, tennis opened up so many doors for me. Um, I, I'm so I'm forever grateful for the sport of tennis. I, I think it's wonderful. I love it. And uh, I just love sports in general. I love being competitive. And um I, I love being competitive in business and I just love new projects um, regardless if they fail or regardless if they succeed. Uh, for me, I always take on, uh, I, I just love projects. And for me, that's my competitive nature. Um, I wasn't good enough to make it as a pro athlete. Uh, I guess I was a little too small and uh, but, um, too bad. they didn't have USC when I was growing up. No, but um, I, um, but I just, I just, I just um, love. Uh, I just love sports, and and tennis was an aspect. It, it's still a, a small part of my life, and um, and I uh, will forever be grateful to tennis. Now I'm
1: going to ask you a question that's going to have a lot of answers. So I know you can only pick a couple. Um, some of the key moments in your career. Are just so proud of that they're just just like just treasures in your life, just to just at the time and now. Maybe it's uh, certain uh, certain players you worked with, or just, just give us a
0: few. Okay, well, and,
1: and I'll give I want to hear some stories, Kyle.
2: I don't know if oh, go good ahead. or bad stories. I don't know if this is PGA or R rated. No, uh, We're all grown-ups here I'm just kidding uh, uh, One amazing story that I have I mean, I was very good friends with Dennis Rodman, a lot of people um, That are close to me um, Know this Why not, but Dennis and me were very close Friends um, for many Many years, and uh, I think it's so Funny how the media And how the people uh, portray Dennis And what they think of Dennis And um, Even though my mother would think Different, but uh, I can tell a lot of stories about Venice, but one incredible moment I have I can tell you is probably one of them clients. Uh, I had a client, um, uh, beat the Williams sisters in doubles, two clients beat the Williams sisters in doubles in Australia Whoa. and, uh, Serena Venus. And I, I was, I was pretty happy about that. Um, and then that, that was nice because everybody was like, Oh my gosh, Serena Venus Williams. And, um, and then i took these uh, two japanese girls aside and i was like it it like it's just a tennis ball but uh and so that was a really uh, turning moment in my life um when they beat the williams sisters that really helped my life and career and um i guess another one would probably um be um gosh i don't know i have so many but um it's so funny. My phone is like blowing up, asking me questions, and I'm like, "Just fall into this show." Um,
1: Tell your hours right now, okay? <laughs> yeah,
2: um, probably uh, another turning moment that I would have to say in my life was probably—I I mean, and I hate to say, it, I already mentioned it earlier—was the fact that my mom lived through the Parkinson's surgery. That, like, that I'm sorry, that's a highlight for me, and that's a sport for me. So, yeah. if I could say something like that, because I just you know, when I travel on planes or I go around the world, and I see people and they're shaking, and I ask them the medication that they're taking, um, a lot of people are in denial, and a lot of people don't want to take the risk or the chance. But I would have to say probably defeating the Williams sisters, and um, I've met so many celebrities and people I'm forever grateful. Um, so, but those are the two highlights probably right now in my life, defeating the Williams sisters and my mom overcoming Parkinson's.
1: Okay, a uh, couple more things I want to ask you. But first, I want to go back to Valerie's question um, earlier about, uh, let's see, what was it, Rudy Gobert, and and the answer you gave, yes. I, I, I'm so glad for your answer. There are none of us, and goodness knows, especially me, that hasn't said something with the uh, and not knowing all the full implications or giving an answer they wish they hadn't given. The only thing the rest of us can be grateful for is that we're not famous enough for it to be blasted everywhere. But, yes, yeah, thank you for saying, for sharing that part of it. Yeah, we all say things that uh, we – I wish I hadn't said that um, in our lives. So thank you for doing that for him. And uh, uh, Dennis Rodman, I miss not seeing him in the news anymore. He was quite a delight. He, I, I, I think he's cool he's got something special you know he's going to go his own way no matter what anybody says and I admire that that's
2: why a lot of people don't know about that gentleman like and I respect him so much because the one thing is that um, he he does not honestly care what anybody (laughs) says and the one thing that I can say that Dennis taught me and there's um, three words that I will um, ever forever be grateful for and it's keep Moving forward um, And Dennis That's the one thing that Dennis taught me um, Because everything sort of like Reading and Dennis has
1: Yeah well, I I can see it, and it's and you know what? It's not a bad way to live. I think it's a great way. Um, so let's go. Like I said, I've got two more things that are very important to me, and I've got some other questions coming through, too, from people, uh, and I want to thank everybody who's listening, and also the people like uh, Kenneth and, uh, let's see, um, Jane that are saying, hey, this guy is great. We're really liking this. So thank you all so much for listening and sending in your messages. If you just have a, want to say how much this, um, what you you were a top basketball agent, Kyle. And
0: no, then, I, I was, I, it's so funny. I was not a top basketball agent.
2: It's so. funny. here's what happened. I was traveling around the world doing professional tennis, and I was so bored. I was so bored out of my mind because I. Uh, there's tennis match and there's so many days that there's nothing going on. And I didn't know what to do with my life. And I was in, uh, I was in, I think I was in Greece or Turkey at the time. And they had tickets to go see a professional basketball match. And I went to see the match and um, the game and there, there, the level was so low that I walked myself down to the court and I, asked the coach if I could talk to him for a second and I said um hello my name's Kyle Mayberry I live in the state would you like me to send you some talent I'll never forget this, as long as I live and he says I would love that I said because your guys cannot play and because I loved basketball I was just so short <laughs> I used to I used to play with my cousin all the time and uh, we, we would play and uh, I would you know and um but I was just too short I, was, I wasn't tall enough I wasn't good enough but I love the sport it's my One of my favorite sports to watch I'm a huge uh, Miami Heat fan But um, I um, then Went back and I got a License um, under the international uh, Law for basketball And I started placing guys That were not good enough to get To the NBA that played in College I started placing guys In European uh, Teams and um, around the World and um, It was going great until I learned the fact that there's lawsuits involved.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I um, was in, I'll never forget it. I was in Lima, Peru at the time. And uh, I got a, I got a, a fax from my, my neighbor. And my neighbor said that, uh, that they certainly with papers and that I uh, was going to be sued. And I, had him fax it to me and Lima at the time, because at that time we, nobody realized, there was no email. It wasn't this direct correspondence. It was, there, he used to live by a fax and a tele, uh, a tele, but anyway, I got a fax and he faxed me all the documents and, uh, I was being like subpoenaed. And, uh, and so I had to get a lawsuit. And anyway, I lost a lawsuit and I lost my license. And, um, I had a, quite a few guys in the league and, um, but that was my passion. I really, really wanted to go into professional basketball. Um, but at the time they had multiple attorneys and I had Mickey Mouse representing me and, um, the judge even <laughs> told me, the judge even told me that, um, you know, I really want to win this case. Uh, you can't, you can't win it because, um, you know, the, the statutes and laws, but I learned a lot. So sometimes learning, you, you can, uh, you know, grow and move forward. So that's what I've done. Oh, no
1: kidding. All right. Um, I'm going to – we've got a question for you from me, and I've got other questions waiting for you that people are messaging in. And uh, I'm going to give you just about two minutes to, if you want to get a drink of water or something. Well, or I'm, 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 I'm,
2: uh, I'm good. Whenever you're ready, I'm good. I'm 100% ready as long as you are.
1: Okay, I got a couple of uh, promos I got to play real quick, and then it'll take about two minutes, and then I'll be right back with you, okay? All right. And we're listening to um, Adam Perry Salon. Guest tonight is Kyle Mayberry, who is just fantastic. Um, And so we'll be back in about two minutes.
0: The next game changer in the men's fashion industry might just be around the corner with the upcoming launch of Mates in Style, a new international gentleman's fashion boutique store that will offer comfortable and fashionable designer-crafted clothing, accessories, jewelry, watches, as well as health and lifestyle essentials for men. Crafted by talented fashion artisans from various corners of the world, Mates in Style offers clothing and accessories for men of different shapes and sizes. From streetwear enthusiasts to hip-hop Street artist, the corporate powerhouse, the prepster, the jock, the rock star, the adventurer, to the all American throwback, and many others in between. Mates in Style is inspired by the latest trends in fashion, which will help any generation achieve their desired style and look. Visit the pre launch site now at prelaunch.matesinstyle.com to be a part of this inspiring fashion innovation. prelaunch.matesinstyle.com
4: so, Chuck, talk to us about Fisdale being the Knicks new coach. What's your uh, thoughts on that well well i I tell you right now, Ernie, it don't matter who gonna coach this team. They don't got no talent on you it and i don't I don't really feel I talk about. I don't feel I talk about the Knicks right Can now talk about lunch no <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Chuck? See, Ernie, I've been listening to a podcast called Madame Perry Salon, and I think Jennifer Perry. She's a great host. I mean, she got all those best authors, rock star, all the dip comedians. What about people you that go? don't have rings? <laughs> Here we go again. Real, <laughs> real fun.
0: <laughs>
4: but I think she's great, and I think people would love her show. She got a great laugh. She make the laugh come out of nowhere, like an eagle come in there and just steal the whole show. It's 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 a beautiful thing. It's not terrible.
1: This is Jennifer Perry, back with Matt Perry Salon, and sports agent and true athletic CEO, Kyle Mayberry. Kyle, it was so much fun having you here.
2: Um, Wow. uh, We should all have I wish I could buy everyone a drink that's listening, but the problem is, I don't know. You never know. Anyway, (laughs) cheers, cheers to everyone. I'm having a bottle of Evian, and cheers to everybody, so... All right,
1: I've got a, uh, okay, I, I, you know, I've kind of got a little problem here. Um, I just keep getting, I know I've got a limited amount of time with you, and I keep getting more messages, but um, right now, let me say, I'm just going to have to say, you got to have a part two to this, okay? Um, true Athletics, tell us about True Athletics.
0: Well,
2: um, long story short for you, and uh, thank you for asking. Um, I would travel, uh, and I would go to, um, professional events. I would meet parents and parents in hotels, people, kids, clients, whatever. And everyone would ask me what I want to play college in the U S. And, um, I was in, uh, Egypt. um, I've been in Egypt a lot, but I was in, uh, two years ago, uh, and if anyone's ever been to Sharm El Cheek, it is one of the greatest places. If you ever have a chance to go, you fly straight in. To, you can go into Milan, fly straight to Sharm, or you can go in straight to Sharm or go Cairo Sharm, but I don't suggest Cairo Sharm. But um, you get to Sharm and you, it's incredible. And uh, anyway, when I was in Egypt and I was um, walking through the village, I, um, a lot of people don't realize the lifestyle there. I met a family that had um, a lot of kids and a father came to me and he told me he would do anything if I could help him get his um, children into a uh, college in the US. So um, it bothered me a lot. I thought about it a lot. So the next day I flew back and I flew to New York and on the flight back, I uh, started writing on a napkin, a plan and to build a website that had the most simple process for kids around the world to find a college. So I wanted to build a very simple process because everything seems to be so complicated when people listen and read and Google or whatever they do to find about colleges. So I developed a four-step process. And right now I'm only in five languages and my goal is to be in nine languages. And we basically – help kids with any sport around the world find a college and we match their academic ability with their sports ability and then we find a college for them because what happens is what I've learned is you might have a kid goes to college but his academics weren't high enough or he didn't go to the right school there wasn't a match so I basically personally like match kids with their academics and their sports ability because a lot of kids out in the United States, they only know the name brand colleges. They do not know. Mm-hmm. There, there's thousands of schools. A lot of people don't even know what NAIA is in the United States. And NAIA is one of the fastest growing colleges in the United States. There's almost a thousand NAIA schools, which, which are just as good as NCAA Division One, Division Two, But people are so uneducated in the world about college athletics. So I spoke to a very dear, good friend of mine who, who, um, unfortunately he passed, he was the founder of checkers hamburgers. His name was Mark Reed. And, um, before he passed, I asked him, um, what do you think about this idea? And anytime I ever had an idea I I'd kind of run it by him and my, my friends, I'm friends with a, um, a few guys, an oral maxillofacial trauma surgeon and, uh, an insurance broker. And I run it run by certain people and I run this idea um, by so many different people that are in my life. And I they told me that, I don't know, I'm not sure, maybe, you know. And then Mark Reed, I always ran things by him, and he told me, I want you to do it. So I put the idea with him on napkin, and I still have that napkin to this day. And. Wow. um and uh, so I started true athletics and um, basically uh, we haven't really marketed or advertised too much. Um, we're still very small, um, but we have um, placed a lot of kids in college and I hope it to become front runner for kids to be able to find a college, no matter what sport they play because there's a college for everyone out there.
1: Um that's that's quite a, a a story how the business began, um, and obviously you've got a lot of heart that it's that that that, that one
2: man's plea stayed with you so long.
0: Amidst- and Natalie
2: still helped me a lot you. in it, and and uh, another and another person is so funny the former um, the, the former CEO of J C Penney, um John Cubs, It's kind of funny he's a very good friend of mine and. I run a lot of ideas by him because he's a country boy and I'm and um I was a country boy so we you know we uh run a lot of ideas by each other and he told me you know what I, you know he liked the idea a lot also so anyway here we are with True Athletics and um and, uh, yeah, so that's a new venture for me, and I, um, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. And I want to tell you one last thing, uh, Jennifer, is the reason I started is because I want to be able to help kids find a college, but I want to be able to help fund and give money to kids that would like to be professional athletes, and they don't have the funding for their sports. And all of my scouts mm-hmm. from Mark And I have so many different scouts, and some of them aren't even on the website, but I have scouts for every single sport. We want to see kids be able to go from making their dream to be either college or go on to be pros. And for me, that was the whole reason that I, I started True Athletics and they're
1: going to need you even more now by the way true athletics dot com. if you go there look at home about faqs how it works sports scouts contacts and you'll get to see the scouts you'll get to learn more about them and there's also if you go to the website down in the lower right hand corner it says zendesk chat and type your message here they're already you've already got the website set up to start taking people's questions and chats and i mean you're They don't have to just look around and go, well, what do I do, or who do I call, or whatever. Somebody's ready to chat with them right away, which is fantastic. Um, I've got, let's see, um, I think I've got Leonard on the line right now. Leonard, welcome to Madam Perry Salon with Kyle Mayberry.
3: Yeah, thank you, Jennifer. Hi, Kyle. Um, I have been watching a guy named Nick Kyrgios, an Australian player with some pleasure for over the last few years, but he always seems to play up to and down to the level of his competition. He doesn't seem really interested in playing players that are ranked around where he is, but he always seems to do really well against top 10 players. Do you get the feeling that he's ever going to make the top 10?
2: I'm going to tell you something right now. I've never met you and I don't know you, but that's probably... I am so happy to actually ask this question because one of my good friends, and uh, I wanted to find him, and I didn't, that traveled with him for three years uh, by the name of Matt Reed. He played doubles with him a lot from Australia. He's a personal, very good friend of mine. I asked Matt uh, two years ago down at, um, I asked him in Miami, I said, What's the deal with this guy? And he turned to me and said, Let me tell you the deal. He gets bored so easily. And, I, and the thing is with Nick. Here, here's the thing. Nick reminds me so much of Dennis. And I wanted to Dennis Robin, meaning I wanted them to actually meet. I wanted to put them together because I really think if there's a person that would understand Nick more than anyone on the would be yeah. Dennis. And and a lot of people that tell sense. me makes Yeah, but but a lot of people said, Kyle, you're crazy. You're you know, what are you thinking? Because Everybody's so caught up in the tennis world that, well, uh, you have to have this guy or that guy working with you. No, a lot of tennis players, if you have the talent and you can hit a ball, you need the psychological part. So I think here's the deal with Nick. He's one of the most talented athletic human beings on the planet. And the problem is, is that He's bored he's bored
3: Yes. There, there,
2: there's there's no there's no challenge for him internally and um and so for him he doesn't know what direction to go in and 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 so the thing is if this guy could be managed to be challenged he would probably be one of the best players in the world but here would be the, the challenge for him how does he play it? like you said how did he manage the lower ranked players
3: Right. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen him play out of his mind against um, Nadal, and against um, Federer, and against um, uh, against all of the top ten, really. But uh, and and he and he pulls off shots that nobody else would ever even think of. He he reminds me of Federer at his peak. Um, but it's going to be a matter of having. Have making you ever focus.
2: have you ever seen a guy be able to hit? those kind of serves in your life. It's in, I mean, the guy hits, I, know. Serve. I mean, and, and, you know, and I do not agree with tennis finding him or going to the locker room for breaking his racket. I, I don't think, no. the TV, I don't think that the TV should have uh, followed him in there. And, and the, the funny thing is, is that tennis needs entertainment. It needs it. And if they don't think it does, they should watch WWF wrestling or they should watch yeah. UFC. Because there's more people watching UFC and WWF than there are watching tennis.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no
2: doubt.
3: No, <laughs> that, 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 um, that underhanded serve that he drives uh, Nadal crazy with is a really effective tool as well. A, he's really a, he's
2: using I, it. I love that you're a tennis fan and I really appreciate your question. Like that, that's hands down. That's the best question tonight. I, I, uh, I love it because you you really have a passion and you really ask something is, uh, really true to sport. And the next time, um, the next time that Nick plays and he does something, I, uh, I hope we can laugh together. Yeah, that would
3: be good. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Leonard. Okay. All right. Um, okay. I've, I've, I've got the man here, sports agent Kyle Mayberry, CEO of True Athletics, and I've got to let him go, and people keep messaging in questions, and I love each and every one of you for it. I am already sharing on social media where you can get a hold of him, where you can ask questions. Um, mm-hmm. Have you got, got two more have well i've got a lot but do you have time for two more for people that haven't asked yet
2: you know what why don't you do three and if anyone wants to okay. uh email me they can email to my assistant at true athletics at gmail.com okay. and, and she'll get me the uh she'll get me the uh great the, the questions and i'll help anybody that i can but why don't you take three more questions and jennifer i can't thank you enough for having me on your show you. Have, this has been fantastic. This has been, This has been
1: great. Thank you. Um, so uh, you've got a place here anytime. So uh, let's see, Tina Miller. Oh, and by the way, folks, remember I told you if you go to TrueAthletics.com, you can ask questions there too. And I'm sure if they're specifically for Kyle Mayberry, they will get to him. Uh, his team is excellent. Uh, I know my dealings with them totally professional. Everyone in your organization. So let's see, right now um, I have got, oh shoot, um, one was from Tina Miller here in Georgia where I am. Um, By the way, I guess because you've traveled so much, Kyle, around the world, that's why you didn't seem to have trouble with my southern accent. You seem to I'm just well, pretty well.
2: I'm an Okie <laughs> at heart. So I, I'm a Southern boy, so uh, I get made fun of my accent all the time because I didn't even say y'all yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is for Tina Miller, and uh, she says, outside of personal, personal um, athleticism, do you also look to the individual's ability to be a leader on their, quote, unquote, future team? Or are you looking for the entire package, or is athleticism? what is most important and then the hope that they can be molded into leaders.
2: unbelievable question. for me after after I, regardless if someone's ex, uh, really really athletic I have to tell you that uh, I I want to meet their parents. I want to meet either meet their mom, I want to meet their dad um, because I believe in the fakeism I want to, regardless, if you're really athletic, you could be a closet psycho. You could be a closet whatever, and you cannot go by first impression because bottom line is everybody's going to be a first for a job, right? Nobody's going to be the true. back So for me, um, when when I used to do a lot of scouting, I don't do it anymore. Um, I, I'm, I'm faked a lot in my life, in so much in the sports management, uh, but in, in doing. What I'm really focused on how they've brought up and their internal inter- character, because if they are not a good person at heart, then that will wear off and they'll lose their sponsor, they'll lose their contract, they will lose who they are. So for me, there's a million kids out there that are athletic, but if you do not have dedication and you're not hardworking, I, I'm so tired in my life to get emails or calls or texts or people going, I know talented individual. Every human being on the planet is talented. The bottom line is, do you have the work ethic to overcome the obstacles of failure and be able to be successful? That's the me. I don't, I've seen every successful on the planet. But for me, I, I care about people that have art and work and I hope that answers your question Because mm-hmm. that was a great question Next
1: question Yes yeah, she did, she just gave me the thumbs up Alright, Jim Musgrave uh, from San Diego, California He says, what about Computerization of sports in the future Like the radar umpires They're supposed to propose to make the strike zone More accurate, does this affect players And what about technology and other sports That you represent, Kyle
2: That's a really, really good question It, it was, um I have to tell you, like, you, I don't know, um, Jim, in uh, out in San Diego, if you follow tennis at all, but now they've been in some tournaments, they've been doing this thing called electronic calling. All the lines for if the ball is. And then with baseball, they doing the computerization to know if it's a strike or not a strike. And then also in golf, where they're following the ball and tracking speed, the measuring. And as you can see, with any sport we have, in the world today, now they can tell you how hard you throw the football, how hard you hit the ball, how hard you press. So, the bottom line is what they're kind of doing a little bit is they're bringing out the, they're eliminating the human error. So, it's like basically they could put a computer uh, behind the umpire to determine if the ball's a strike or not. So, they, I can see in the future of baseball, and a lot of people are probably going to say, oh my God, this guy's an idiot, or I can't believe he's saying this, but. I will right now that in the future of baseball, they will put a GoPro or type of camera on an umpire's face mask, and it will determine if it's a strike, if he misses it, and then there will be these instant replay calls. I would see referees in football uh, starting to wear uniforms that have these cameras. I think we're going into a, a, a future of the universe of computerized calling. I, just, I see it instead mm. of just like in basketball now, you know, oh no, we're not sure if the clock ran out or whatever. I think we're just moving into a computerized universe of live actual calling. And I think it's going to change everything. I really, really do. It would be so interesting. Imagine if they started putting cameras on fields to know if players are inbounds, out of bounds, if balls are in or out. But I really think we're going to move into a call. Even though the stock is down, and I hope to see you tomorrow, GoPro, we're going to move into GoPro calling. GoPro Mm. line calling, and and I really think that's the universe is going, regardless if everybody is mad at me for saying that, but I'm sorry. That's the way that sports is going to go. All right. Thanks for for asking that question, gentlemen. Yep.
1: All right, Jim says, uh, Jim. Thanks, thank you very much, Jim. Um, okay, last question, and from now on, you're going to have to go to T R U A T H L A T I X dot com to learn more about True Athletics, and and they will answer your questions there. Um, they'll answer everything you've got to ask about this. And uh, uh, Brett Wright out in um, Colorado Springs, Colorado. He says, I'm a distance runner and martial artist. I don't really know many people. In the latter group, we do it professionally, but I follow MMA more. only um, as I – he said, okay, I follow female MMA as I have a former student who's a professional. But um, he asked about those questions, like uh, female uh, MMA, How how is it for them, um, I like guess, as far as, you know, getting into a college or, or a recruiter recognizing them or going on with their careers?
2: It's, it, well, Jennifer, I'd like to do this, if it's okay with you. I want to, I'll answer his question really quick and, I'll, and then we'll call it a wrap, but I just want to say this. Oh, yeah. Um Yeah. Here's what I'd like to tell you. It's really funny that you asked this because I'm very good friends with the people that put up the money for UFC. They're very close personal friends of mine. Um They founded, they not want to say founded, but they put the funding in uh, to all of UFC, the person close great friend of mine. So I've learned a lot about this, how this hall works. I do not represent anyone in UFC. I should, but I haven't done that yet. I never got involved in that. But um, I want to tell you this. If you have a UFC fighter, MMA fighter, it's all about being in the right organization, not being in a small hometown organization, and getting the right wins in an organization that you actually get paid. There are so mm-hmm. many... Uh, different types of UFC, different types of organizations in the United States and in the world now, because it's kind of exploded. And there's all these little partial ones. If you can get that female fighter that you have and you can get her marketing, you can get her exposed, you can get her in the right um, uh, team and environment. And then that's how you really move up in the world. And, um, if I can help you with any of that, I'm very good friends with the people at America's Top Team, and you can send me an email. Um, just email my assistant, True T R U Athletics, at gmail dot com, and she'll send it to me, and I'll put you in touch with the people that are on America's Top Team, and maybe they can help you more. But I, I don't deal no, in I it bet. personally. But I should have. I really should have because I was in the law. <laughs> yeah. That, that that's that's the future as you can see it's gone away from boxing it's taken away from boxing and and when you say certain things people don't like to hear that all right jennifer one more question yeah oh one more question
1: okay um hold on hi Uh, you're on the air with madam perry and kyle mayberry
4: hey kyle i just had a question for you with with all this going on in the news with these these scholarships and the side doors and the back doors how has it affected college recruiting for sports
2: well uh, it, it's it's very funny um that you say this because um it, i was starting i was going live with this company at the time when everything was all the scandals were actually coming out in the media and the news <laughs> and, um, and everything was actually hitting the market and Um, rather than looking at it so much in a negative way, I actually looked at it as a a positive because the bottom line is our, the system that we use is basically legal. We just take a child or a student athlete, we take their GPA, we take their ability and it's like an algorithm. It goes out to the colleges and the the schools are unarrested, They reach out back. There is no, um, there's no uh, contact to the, the university, there's no offers to the schools where if you give my kid this, I get that. Or it. But um, that is a very, very good question because of all the corruption that's gone on now in the college world, um, you, you would think that, you know, but that's been cleaned up a lot now because now they've built these divisions and departments to actually investigate every athlete that's on every team to see where they actually come from and if they actually have a background. So that that is an actual So effect. So are
4: you are you are you basically leveling the playing field a little bit by giving students who may not have had that chance because their parents aren't, you know, wealthy or, or celebrities, but you know, your your program kind of directly puts them in touch with the school?
2: Yes, I, I don't know if I'm necessarily level, leveling the program because I can't defeat the fact that the fact some of the parents made five hundred and fifty thousand dollars to put the kids in rowing. What I can do, what I can do is tell you that, like for a uh, hundred dollars, you, you your child can actually be exposed to twelve colleges that would match their ability. I think my most expensive package is two thousand dollars to get a scholarship that could be the school could offer something between a hundred and fifty to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, depending on your ability. So the the system is completely different, but um. Yes, I guess trying to level the playing field and help the people that cannot really afford it. Yeah, I guess that's a, the well, answer. Thank,
4: thank you get. so much. Thanks thank you so much for him. taking
0: my call. Thank you, thank you
1: got it. Thanks so much for calling. All right, folks, i got to let this man go. And thank you so much, Colin Mayberry. I will be sharing all of the contact info and the website and everything. Um, I wish you the best of success Bye, in guys. everything
0: that you do.